the optimal life. So, Dr. Louise, when you get sad, how do you get out of that type of funk? How do I get out of that funk? Um, I have brain hacks that I guess I use. So I use tools. Um, They work in the energetic field to clear the pain that starts in the field. And there's codes. They're actually numbers. Numbers is the universal language. Um, It depends, though. When when you ask the question about sad, sometimes we need to just accept the emotion and allow it to, you know, to be there for a while and and then move through it. You know, if somebody dies, we need to grieve, right? Yeah. Why, why do we need to grieve? Why do we need to grieve? Because it's a loss. You know, anytime we lose, you know, when we have a loss like that, let's just say your father or your mother passes away. Um, it's it's okay to allow yourself to go to, through those steps, you know, whether you're sadness, whether it's mad, whether you're mad at God for a minute. It's, what I believe is, is it's just not staying there. Right. So fear and faith are opposite. Here's faith and here's fear. You can't be in both emotions at the same time. And she's holding up a pen. One end of the pen is faith. <laughs> the other end of the pen is fear. OK, right. so those and are the so, far those are the far extreme boundaries, faith and fear. They're complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, you can't be you know a little bit of fear and a little bit of faith. You're either one or the other. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have fear in your life or your day or whatever. The difference is, you know, how long do you stay there? So when you ask me the question even about sadness, how long do we stay there? You can get yourself back up to balance, to normal, to whatever normal is for you, right? Mm. Same thing with faith and fear. So if we don't grieve, though, and we don't allow ourselves to feel those emotions, what does that look like? You've worked with a lot of people. The people that try to run from it, that hide from it, that don't accept it, don't feel it. They're always running. What does that manifest into when it finally catches up to them? Um, Well, that's what I work with is the trauma that's in the space of the brain. It's going to manifest differently for everybody. um, But those stuck emotions eventually can come out. You know, they're going to come out as anger. They may come out as depression. Uh, So so they stay buried. And we've got to, you know, we've got to clear that. But I would imagine that when they come out as anger and depression, those folks that are experiencing those nasty feelings all of a sudden, there's no way that they're making the connection to, hey, this is because I didn't mourn the loss of my father two years ago properly. Yeah, that's a very good question, Nate. It does. It almost does feel like like some people are more aware than others and they can make those connections or they're working on themselves or on that self-growth journey. And so they do make a connection and they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, I think it has something to do with my mom. I was abused as a, a child, or I think it has something to do with this. And, but I don't really understand it. Can you help me? Right. So, so sometimes people have that awareness, sometimes not. Sure. But what about specifically the people that don't, that fail to mourn the, you, you, your example, they, they lose the loved one. And yes. they don't, they don't accept it. And then all of a sudden a year or two later, they're having these, these, these anxiety attacks or these depression, depressive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's got to be very tough to make the connection back to that. I would imagine for people like you, like, Hey, how do we figure out where this is truly coming from? Um, you know what? I'm really highly intuitive and I teach people my system and they are 
they become just as intuitive as I am. We all have an intuition. So I'm able to go into the energy field and pick that up and say, hey, I think something happened a couple of years ago. Um, what happened two years ago? And they'll say, oh, my father died. And I'll say, okay. And then we, then I, I use a process called brain soul balancing where I clear it using words. It's a system and it's really fascinating. I just worked with a woman yesterday who um, had an issue with her mom at age 11. And when we cleared it, it's allowing her to step into her power and set better boundaries. In a sense, she was punished for setting boundaries. Mm. So when so so that is age 11, right? She's probably in her 40s now. So so if that happened at age 11, now she has a really difficult time saying no and a difficult time staying in her power because that trauma, that that emotions, the emotions of whether it's shock, panic, anger, frustration, rejection, betrayal, got stuck in the space of the brain. And when we clear it out, it allows the person to relax and to be what I call 100% their soul's truth, like get back to who they came here to be. And we all have stuff. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter who we are. Yeah. That's really uh, upsetting type that, that that kind of example and I want to dig into this example okay because so because okay. so many of the, a lot of the people that you're dealing with clearly their true problems stem from early childhood yeah a lot of it has to and and you know and we don't have control as children we're so influenced by whoever our parents are whoever our guardians are the authoritative figures that are standing above us can really greatly alter the rest of our lives. And so many times they do in a negative way. Mm -hmm. So let's dig into this brain soul system thing. And I want to hear more about how you help this person. So you say that she has problems at 11 years old setting because she was, it sounded like trying to set boundaries at that age, but was told absolutely not. You're, you're, or you're going to be in some trouble. So what kind of boundaries do you try to set? Give us the example at 11 years old. Um, well, at <laughs> Um, it's, it's hard for me to share specifics because it's, you know, I, I, I believe in confidentiality. Um, but yeah, but I'm not asking for you to tell us who it is. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. You know what? So she was, um, she actually could drive a car already. Okay. She learned to drive. Okay. So her mom had some mental illness and she was, um, she, she told her mom she wasn't going to, they were driving to visit family. And she was just like, no, mom, you're going to, you're going to do it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this. And, uh, and so her mom got lost. So they got lost like 300 miles out of the way, like lost, really lost. And then she got in trouble for getting them lost, but it wasn't okay, her let me, fault. Let me, let me just stop you there. Let's, let's unpack yeah. that. So the mom says to her 11 year old, I want you to drive. Clearly she's still five years away from being legally able to drive. Right. Yes. Yes. But the mother's got some it sounds like some severe mental issues. So she's trying to force her 11 year old to drive, which is pretty stupid in itself, because I know you and I wouldn't trust an 11 year old to get us from point A to point B, even if it was 100 feet down the street. So mm -hmm. so anyways, they end up getting lost. The mother takes them on a, a joyride, we'll call it somewhere across state line. I mean, 300 miles, you can, you can travel multiple states. So, <laughs> yes, I don't so know the, how many miles I'm just making. I don't know the exact number of miles. I just know that they, they were lost. It yeah. was, they were lost. And yeah. then, and then instead of, so then it becomes the daughter's fault for getting them lost because she made the mother drive. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So anytime, 
we have been made to feel guilty for something we didn't do, we have to clear that. That's a trauma that got stuck in the space of the brain. So this example, I assume then there was other examples where the girl would try to say no or I'm uncomfortable. And then it would turn into you better not be uncomfortable. This is going to be your fault if something happens. Those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. And you so- can think think of things in our in our in our own lives. I mean, maybe you had a timeout, you know, maybe you were beat up on the playground when you were in third grade you know there were um you know you're there there's just example after example of of you know violation different kinds of abuse different kinds of rejection uh that happen when we're when we're young and it's not just when we're young nate okay we have to clear the ancestral patterns also that got stuck in the spaces of the brain the pattern of i'm not good enough the pattern of poverty Somebody's trying to make money and and they they heard as a kid, money doesn't grow on trees, right? Um, but really the issue started with great, 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 great grandfather and grandmother. Mm. You're saying it started there because that was the same message being sent back then to their next generation and that generation sent the same to the and so on and yeah. so forth. Yeah. yeah, it's a pattern. So we have to clear those generational patterns as well as the as well as what happened to us as children. And sometimes we don't even know what it is, but when we use this this system and the brain cell balancing, I'm able to sort of dive into that and figure out what what was the trauma there, what was the the panic, the shock, the whatever emotion it was. So back to your 11 year old girl who's now in her 40s. Mm-hmm. You said you, you you worked with her through some kind of word game, we'll call it your your brain soul system word mm-hmm. uh, therapy. Talk to us about that. What does that look like? So the brain system is um, a five-step system, and B equals body. So it's an acronym that spells brain. So B equals body. That's working with the body. That's the foundational piece. That's eating right. That's taking your supplements. That's exercise, good sleep. That's foundational to really feel 100% your soul's truth, be on your game, you know, and succeed in your life or in your business. Um, The second piece is releasing. The R is releasing. So that's releasing the mental chatter and the emotional baggage. That's where I use uh, a process that I call brain cell balancing to clear that trauma. Okay. Then the A is aligned with spirit because spirit and, and God, spirit, whatever you believe, whatever the person believes is always a part of transformational and self-help work, okay, and healing. And then I is integrate. It's integrating your brain frequencies to your soul's true purpose. So what I find is I find that people don't have a purpose. It's harder for them to heal their life, whether it's a physical issue or a mental emotional issue. It's about purpose. And then N is the new program. And the new program is how we rewire and reboot the brain. And it also reboots like your whole energy field. So it's really your intention, your goal of what you want to have change or be different where you want to be. And so when we do that and we do all those steps together, it literally sticks, clears that trauma that somebody's been in therapy. People have said to me, I've been in therapy for 16 years and one session was better than that, right? Because we're clearing the trauma in the spaces of the brain and we're rebooting it with the new program. 
We're okay, rewiring. So, so Dr. Louise, give us, let's go into that session then. I want to, I want to really give value to the, to the audience here. So the bot, let's go through it. I want to okay. know details, please. Uh, okay. Let's start back with body. And if you okay. want to use the same woman as an example or anyone else, I just want to hear kind of more of the intricacies, if you don't mind. Absolutely. May I use you as a surrogate? You can. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> as long as you, as long as you don't pick on me too much. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so B equals body would be looking at, you know, um, do you, do you pay attention to your sleep? Do you get good sleep every night? I try to. You try to. Okay. I don't always, uh, I don't get great. I, I would say I'm a, a C plus at best, a C plus sleeper. A C plus sleeper. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you say that you have good habits about that? Like you get to bed on time or you have a little bedtime routine? Yes, I do have that. Okay. Awesome. And how about like exercise and, and diet? Give me a little, you know, uh, my exercise is good. It's been, you know, it's been fairly consistent for a while. I try to exercise about three days, three, four days a week, uh, cardio and weightlifting. I do a little jujitsu now. So staying busy is definitely an important part of my life. Awesome. Um, awesome. Diet, I would say I've been inconsistent with diet. I did start a uh, meat and fruit diet recently, but I've been cheating on that, of course, already. Um, <laughs> okay. But my diet, my diet's been uh, inconsistent. Okay. Okay, inconsistent. So it's just giving us some ideas of where you can like improve, right? Where we can, you know, like have a baseline, know where we're at, know where we can improve. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. So what if somebody tells you, what if someone comes to you and says, yeah, I have a decent diet. I'm eating a, a meat and fruit heavy based diet. I do very little carbs and uh, very little vegetables. What would you, what would you say to them? Um, everybody's different. So if that's working for you, and you feel good on that and you've got brain power and you have energy and you can get through your day, you know, and you're, you know, can stay in, in a, a, you know, a, a, a balanced mood or whatever, then it's probably a fine diet for you because everybody is different. There's so much information out there on that. Um, and I'm a naturopath and I use biofeedback. So I would be pulling you up on my neurobiofeedback device and also looking to see if there's any imbalances or things that come up. Maybe you're, you know, stressed out and you're low in panathenic acid, you're low in some adrenal formula, right? Okay. So I can figure that stuff out too. Okay. So you're actually giving them some kind of physical assessment yeah, with, a, absolutely. with a, a machine and then yeah. you're making, and then you're making recommendations to them. Uh, and this is the place that you start. You start first with body. I start with body. Um, you know, so let me just, I guess, tell you Leslie's story. So Leslie came in with a uh, traumatic brain injury. She had an accident. Um, surgical nurse working 12-hour days. And so she was dizzy. She had irritable bowel syndrome. Um, she wasn't digesting anything. And she was sick, you know. So we had to work on all that. So it was the combination of neurobiofeedback in my brain system that got her off her medication onto healthier supplements uh, and got her brain power back. So, and that took about maybe two and a half, three months, you know, so we did that. And then after that, she was healthier. Then she started learning the tools. Uh, then she got engaged. Um, now she's um, retired. It's like her whole, it's like a life. The brain system is possible to help. It helps people with life transformation. Literally. So she was on what I'm going to assume were somewhat unhealthy supplements or they were mediocre at best. What was she on? And then what did you 
have her get on that. She was on medication for vertigo, for depression, for anxiety, for all kinds of things after that accident. Um, And so with her doctor, you know, and and my help, we weaned her off of all that and put her on supplements. What type of supplements would be good for someone? Probiotic, minerals, fish oil. I call those the basics. Okay. Um, There's a mood max that I have that I love. So that helps with anxiety. Is zinc Uh, good in those those situations? Zinc is important. You know, vitamin C is important. Um, Good antioxidants. Mm. So it could be vitamin C or alpha lipoic acid or a CoQ10. You know, so it depends on the person. Um, I also use a lot of herbs and homeopathics. So we also had to detox some parasites. So we did that too. And, you know, her whole life literally literally changed, literally turned around, you know, engaged to be, engaged to be married, has three streams of income, everything shifted. Yeah. Mm. So it wasn't that she was on, she was really not on any supplementation. She was just on medicine. She was was on medicine. She was being numbed by medicine. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how anybody could, there's no way you could thrive if your body is so reliant on medication. If medication is your band-aid to get by each day you can't you can't thrive and like you said the body is so critical and so important if your body feels mm-hmm. like that there's no way your brain or, or anything could ever get better absolutely um you know we're a soul with a body not a body with a soul so we have to work on the brain and the soul but the body is a foundational piece and i mm-hmm. was super sick nate so that's how i got into this i was on oxygen for three years i had two little kids at home i had three autoimmune diseases it was awful um it took me 16 years to heal and that's how i developed this system because the first piece that i did was the body and i went to chiropractors and doctors and um, nobody really could could really help me. Um, and I had to sort of put the pieces together myself. And so I was on a lot of supplements. I did change my diet to organic foods. I even moved my family from Chicago to Taos, New Mexico to live in the mountains to get away from chemicals, pesticides, herbicides, and pollution. Um, and we thrived here. It was like seeing double rainbows every day. It was amazing. I felt like I was in God's country, Um, but it's a long journey. And that's the piece I started with. And then I still wasn't feeling like me. So a lot of my clients say, I still don't feel like myself. You know, I really want to be me or I want to, I want to find my, I want to find my purpose. Um, I want to make more money in my business, you know? So I get a lot of those people too. Um, and a lot of coaches who are, are successful heart-centered entrepreneurs, but they're looking at transitioning their life up and their business up and they're stuck somewhere in this, you know, within this system, either in the body piece or the releasing piece, you know, or the rebooting the brain piece. And we have to do that with them. But I I got here for my own, you know, my own journey. Like mm. like many people have a journey or a story. Right? I, I assume that that's how you, I was going to ask you how this all started, but thank you for, for sharing that. How do you get autoimmune diseases? How does that happen? Um, an autoimmune disease is just when the body is working against itself. So you can, you can have, um, your immune system gets activated. Let's just say even, even, um, well, fibromyalgia, MS, lupus, cancer, right, um, are all autoimmune diseases. And it just means that your immune system is is overreactive to some part of your body or something is going on. You can have an overactive immune system. Um, maybe let's just say the example of asthma, right? 
Um, and so now because your weak spot is your lungs, it, it comes out as asthma. If somebody else's weak spot was their stomach and they, they can't digest food, but again, it still relates to not just the body piece, but also the trauma that got stuck there. So what I found was we have to use this multidimensional system to heal all the way. Otherwise it just takes too long and we're still on the path. Hmm. So you're suggesting that not only is that physical, the lungs become attacked or whatever part of your body that's that's weak and that's susceptible. Yes. But you're saying that that is also often coupled with emotional baggage and trauma. Yes, absolutely. And it remains stuck in those same spots. In those same spots. Yes. So emotions get stuck in the organs and so does trauma. But what now, I how do you know out- this, Dr. Louise? Are you, is it because you're the smartest doctor in the world? You know what? <laughs> because you've got some scientific evidence to back this up. Uh, you know, because I change people's lives every day um, because I was on the journey myself and I had to heal myself first. So I, you know, and then I had a clinic here in Albuquerque for 20 years and I worked with people in person using my system and neurobiofeedback. The system, I wasn't using all of it in the beginning. In the beginning, I was a naturopath. I did neurobiofeedback and I was learning right? I kept learning and kept taking lots of classes. And what I figured out again was we're whole people. And if we don't treat the whole person at the same time, it didn't stick. I could work over here with this person with emotions, just like the example now, maybe people you interview is they they go to their doctor, they go to their nutritionist, they go to their spiritual teacher, they go to their chiropractor, um, you know, they go to their therapist and they're trying to put all the pieces of the puzzle together and it takes so long. But when you do it simultaneously, it sticks. Mm. So let's go then, because uh, you say the next the next step with me then is you give me a, a body exam, we'll call it. You have an idea of my, my diet. Now we move on to the the mental chatter and emotional baggage piece. Yes, absolutely. The releasing piece. So how I do this is I ask you questions that are based on neuro-linguistic programming and we get like a goal or an intention. What does that mean real quick for those that don't know? What's NLP? NLP stands for neuro-linguistic programming. So it has to do with the brain. It has to do with how we ask ourselves questions or how you ask questions. The practitioner asks questions to get to some nitty gritty you know, bottom line information, if you will. And so it helps rewire the brain. Okay. Okay. Um, And so I was going to ask you, you know, hey, Nate, what do you want to have change or be different? Um, I want to feel, I want to feel less angst in my day-to-day life. What's the opposite of angst for you? Peace. Okay. So I feel less angst, and I feel peace in my day-to-day life. And I'm writing this down. So if you were feeling less angst and you're feeling this peace in your day-to-day life, what would you do differently then than you are now? Hmm. What would I do differently if if I was able to just wave a magic Mm -hmm. wand and feel the peace instead of the angst? What would I do differently? Yeah, what would what would what would happen? To, well, I guess what would be different? Well, how would that show up for you? Um, I think that would show up in being able to sleep better. 
Back to the sleep piece. Okay. I think that would show up in um maybe just a little more joy in the small moments. Okay. Uh less worry. I think those three would are kind of where where I see it. Less less worry at, at times. Okay. Awesome. So you would sleep better and you have more joy and less worry. So if you're sleeping better, you have more joy and you have less worry. What would you tell yourself then you're not telling yourself now? I would tell myself. Ask the question one more time because I'm not so, sure what, yeah, how to if respond. You're, if you're sleeping better. And you're ha you have more joy. You've got less worry. Again, what would your self-talk be? What would you tell yourself then that you're really not telling yourself now? I would tell myself, boy, man, you really have it made. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, great. Yay. Okay. So if you're telling yourself, boy, you really have it made and you're sleeping better, you have more joy, less worry, right? You have more peace in your day-to-day -day, day life. Calling. I'm muscle testing for the right question. Um, I guess it's just feel. How would all that make you feel? It would feel wonderful. It would feel uh, satisfying and uh, even it would feel freeing for sure. Liberated. Awesome. So wonderful, satisfying, freeing, and liberated. So that's bottom line. In other words, what we did is we walked down the goal and got to, hey, how do you really want to feel? Okay, because feelings, every feeling has a vibration. It has an energy, right? There's a difference between feeling free and feeling stuck or feeling angst, right? There's definitely a difference there. So we want to get you to feeling, you know, wonderful, free, liberated, satisfied, being able to tell yourself um, that you've got this, right? That you've got it made. And you've got more peace in your life and more joy on a day-to-day -day basis too. So then I say, okay, who or what is pulling you away from that energy? So basically what I did is I wrote those down and then I drew a box on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I put those bottom line goals in the box. And then um, I'm using something called kinesiology or muscle testing. So if your audience isn't familiar with this, chiropractors use this, kinesiologists, um, a, lot of, a lot of natural health pr practitioners, coaches, it's a way of testing the muscle to get information. If I was physically with you, I would use your arm. So some people have seen this where they put an arm out and someone pushes down and they get a yes and a no. Mm. Um, I use my finger. I'm able to tap into your energy by just sitting with you. I can also do it on the phone. I can do it with a name and a birthday and a place of birth. Okay. So 
One, two, three. So there's at least three strings. That means there's three places or situations that have pulled you away from having this. So let's find out what they are. So then I ask a lot of questions. Um, is it a male, a female, or a situation? There's a female in your field. Um, so is this somebody that is related to you? Yes. Is it like a partner, or a spouse, or a wife, or a mom? We are all energy beings, and we have other people's energy in our field. And it pulls us away from being us. It's not bad. It's not good. There's no judgment. It just is. Okay? Mm -hmm. And so you can be assimilating your partner's energy, even just because you're partners. <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. I can watch TV, so can you. And we could watch a horror movie and assimilate that energy. Or it could be an old thing. Heartache. So A through M, M through Z, M, N, O, it's an O word, overwhelm. So heartache, shock, overwhelm. So if heartache, shock, and overwhelm, is there another word? No. So then what I say, and this is how it clears the brain and the soul. Okay, these words actually came from John 10, 10 in the Bible. We say, was that energy, her energy of having heartache, shock, and overwhelm? So you might even feel more angst or overwhelmed just because she is. Right? Makes sense. But here's how we can clear it. We say, was that a liar, a thief, or a fraud on you? And it's a thief. And it stole your freedom. So we're reclaiming freedom, harmony, acceptance. Um, a, B, C, D, one, two, three. You know, to get back to your peace, to be able to sleep better, um, to uh, to really say, hey, boy, I really got it made, uh, to feel wonderful and satisfied and liberated, good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then I often have people take their hand and tap the bottom of a foot. Doesn't matter which foot. So we're just going to like hit our foot. So I'm just going to whack my foot. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good job. Um so can I ask about core issues here? Is there something that's a core issue that's affecting sleep? Yes. Is it something with Nate? Yes. Is it something when you were a kid? Yes. Zero through five, five through 10, five, six, something at age six. So is this age six with mom or age six with dad? I think it's with your dad. So but you're, age... you're, now you're just, you're just pulling things out. What are you, a psychic? What is this? What is going yeah, on? It is. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Um, it's highly intuitive. And I'm able to, to, you know, go into the field and pick, you know, pick the things up that are stuck in the subconscious brain. I see. Because see, when trauma gets stuck in the in the spaces of the brain, the spaces of your brain are your spiritual brain. And we heal in the spaces. And so old emotions, even from age six, if they belong to your father and they weren't yours, you could have assimilated them and played them out as a pattern in your life. When we're young, we take on our parents' stuff. We want them to feel better. So again, if they're sad or they're overwhelmed or they've got stuff going on, you know, we take it on until we can clear it. Mm, you know? Okay. So at six years old, my dad screwed me up is what you're saying. I'm just kidding. A lot of times it's super subtle though. You know, like sure. it's not anything really big. You know, sometimes it can be. Somebody will tell me, oh yeah, we had an accident at that time, big car accident in my family. I mean, sometimes there's stuff like that for sure. sure. Um, but sometimes it's really, just really, really subtle. Give me some ideas though. Growing up with dad, what was dad like? Uh, Working hard, trying to make a living, trying to uh, provide for us. 
you know, good, good hands on hands on where he could. I mean, my mom was doing all the stuff around the house. He was he was constantly looking to grow his career and and provide. So, OK, OK. Hey, where did you grow up? I'm just curious. Cleveland. Cleveland. OK. Not as bad as Chicago, I promise you. Not as bad as Chicago. The only thing I remember of Cleveland is when I played volleyball in college, and um, we basically saw the gym, the hotel, and the McDonald's. That's all I got to see. <laughs> there you go. That's all I got to see in yeah. Cleveland. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. I'm sorry. We, we we have about you know seven minutes left, so yeah. So um, I do want to get through some of the other stuff. So I just. So what happened with um with your dad when you were six? Is there was unprotected of two minds and torture. Um, some kind of torture. Did he have an entity? He probably did. Is that a thief on you? Yeah, it stole your it stole your joy. Your comfort to be given. Your spirituality and your success. Did we reclaim that? Yes. Is there more that I need to say about that? Yeah, there was some kind of entity in his field. I want to find out what it was because it might be in yours. Is this in Nate's field? Yeah. So, audience guys, you're getting a, a real live look at Dr. Louise working her spiritual and psychic powers, basically. Here, this is fascinating. Yeah, yeah I blend science, spirituality, and um, an energy work. So, there was a compulsive energy in your dad's field. Now, could it come from work or anything at the time? Um, but it could also be what's affecting your sleep now. So, let's just ask: Is it? Yes. So, do I have permission to release it? Yeah, I do. Okay, so this is just a process of releasing this compulsive energy that's attached to you. Okay, and so I'm just going to make a statement here. I'm going to say something really loud, and we're going to clear it. So that compulsive energy is no longer allowed anywhere near Nate. It must leave anything to do with your sleep, anything to do with your mental, emotional health, with you feeling peace, right, and liberated and free. So get out now. In the name of God, Jesus, your higher power, it must leave now and go to the light. That's no longer allowed. Okay, go now and leave. Go to the light. Rachma! Wow, okay. Awesome. Hopefully you felt that. Did you feel that? <laughs> you, you almost wrecked my brain is what you did. <laughs> but yes. Okay. Good. So that should probably help your sleep. Is there another string? No. So let's do this. I know we have a short period of time. Um, the 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 A, I, and N of the brain system can be Align, combined. integrate, and new. Align, yeah. integrate, and new. Okay. Right. That part of the brain system can be this next step that we can do here. Okay. And what it is, is those goals or intentions that you set. I feel less angst and I feel peace in my day today life we do something called an integration and we put that energy in your energy field so you could feel it so you can now have it it can be your new program okay and this is this is the piece that looks a little more out there i'm going to use codes for success think of it as instead of acupuncture points i'm in your energy field and i'm using spin points so there are points in the field. So I'm going to have you say those, and then I'm going to say some codes while I spin my hand on these spin points. So I'm changing the energy field. Okay. Okay. So I'll have you say, say, I feel less angst. 
I feel less angst. And I feel peace. And I feel peace. In my day-to-day life. In my day-to-day life. Excellent. I sleep better. I sleep better. I have more joy. I have more joy. And less worry. And less worry. Good job. I tell myself, boy, you really haven't made. I tell myself, boy, you really haven't made. I feel wonderful and satisfied. I feel wonderful and satisfied. Free and liberated. Free and liberated. Excellent. Okay. Then we're going to do something called balanced polarity. And so balancing the polarity in the body is just taking the right hand over the on the left shoulder and the left hand on the right. So we're crossing and touching in front of your chest. And this balances, think of this as balancing yin and yang, right and left side of the brain even, because we're crossing midline. And then we're going to switch. So your other hand goes on top. So we're just balancing the polarity in the body. Good job. Then you can rest your, you can rest your hands. And then I'm going to do these circles around your, your body. And so I'm going down the left leg and I'm saying two, three, love, five, three, forgiveness, six, five, choice, nine, two, freedom, four, two, greater love. Then I come down your front, four, two. I think I'll have you say these. Say, I have positive self-worth. I have positive self-worth. Two, two. Say, I choose to succeed. I choose to succeed. Four, four. I choose to live in joy. I choose to live in joy. And six, two. I choose to live by the higher laws. I choose to live by the higher laws. Excellent. And then I'm going to do some other ones. One, four, seven on your backside actually balances the ring around the brain. That's called the depth ring. And it's a code that does that. Then I have you look at my X. And then I'm doing four, five. And four, five balances the ring that goes around the brain this way. So sideways. Nine, six is the consciousness ring. Nine, six over the top of your head is the cranial ring. Eight, six is the hearing ring. Notice I'm saying ring. I'm balancing the rings around the brain. It's like you have rings in an energy field around your brain. When those are off, you'll feel off. So we can balance them. And this goes seven generations back and seven forward. So nine, six, eight, six, six, eight is the seeing ring. Three to nine, 26 complete cycles, 5,859 times. Two to eight, 23 complete cycles, 2,623 times. Three, seven, five, three, seven, seven, four, five, eight, six, four, six, nine, four, six, seven. Releasing any past trauma. 10578-28775 in the shock 123, placing that with peace 52. 5 to 1137 complete cycles 87,357 times today, 2432 times. 4222446767676767. I usually say, did you feel the wind like through Zoom on that? I sure, I sure <laughs> did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> I think cool. I think I think everyone listening has felt that. Yeah, it's pretty cool work. It's really high level work. So then I'll just have you say the bottom one again and we'll lock it in. Say, I feel wonderful and satisfied. I feel wonderful and satisfied. Free and liberated. Free and liberated. Awesome. And then the way that we lock it in, Nate, is we put our hands above our head like we clasp them together and hold your arms above your head. If I was physically with you, I would pull them down. 
and you would resist me. We call it a lock, okay? And then I'm going to have you take and put your right hand fingers together like you're making a little cone. And then make a circle in front of your heart and say the numbers 2-2. I choose to succeed. I choose to succeed. And then tap your belly button eight times. Five, six, seven, eight. And that locks in the process that we just did. So like holds that in your energetic field and in your body and your brain. How do you feel? I feel fantastic. Awesome. Different (laughs) than when we started. Uh, You know, I have to go back and listen to this because I, that was a whirlwind. Three, six, watching... nine, you know, <laughs> you got, you could, you could make a song. What's that, that, that song with all the numbers in it? I, I, I my, my head's spinning, but this was very, it's very fascinating. Yeah. You know, when you go back and watch it, your face changed. So see, I take before and after pictures often because I'm giving people an energetic facelift. We're releasing there, You stress. definitely gave me one. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. It's pretty I'll tell fun, you huh? what, it, whatever you did there, that that's, I guarantee you get that 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's, that's fascinating. Body release, align, integrate new program. I, I didn't want to finish it off though with you real quick. Sure. Dr. Louise, you do have uh, some five minute brain hacks to clear anxiety, stress, and overwhelm. Do you want to share any of those with us? Yeah. You know what? The one that I just did with, well, it's not, it's, it's part of it. So this balancing polarity that we just did, it's part of Mind Gems, and Mind Gems is 12 little exercises that balance the brain, and they only take four minutes to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, that's balancing polarity, okay? Coning our fingers on either side of this, this gland here, which is your thymus gland, balances and clears shock and anxiety. So this is a good one for you. So if you're stuck in traffic and we just, like, hold these points right here for 12 seconds, and then we switch, Okay, so you're helps. holding your your hands. You have your hands like your fingers, kind of all fingertips all scrunched together, like you're, you know, right. doing a, like, a a kiss, like mwah, bada bing, bada yeah. boom, like one of those yes. things. You know? <laughs> and you and you, like and you cross your fingers, <laughs> you cross your hands up here, and you have them both near your, it's your chest area. It's so yeah. It's on either side of this little bump below your thyroid gland here, and so you yeah. hold that for twelve seconds, and then you switch. And definitely, of course, breathe at this time, right? So there's 12 of them. Like this is present time with your hand on top of your head. And it just brings us and grounds us a little bit, pulls us to present time. And then we switch hands. So most of them are done with doing it one way and then switching. Mm -hmm. And the directions are on the page. But Mind Jumps, I have all my clients doing those morning and night. And we've taught four-year-olds to do this. Teach your girls. When they do mind gems before they take a test, they'll do better in school. Beautiful. Beautiful yeah. stuff. Dr. Yeah. Louise Schwartzwalter, where can people find you online? You know, you can find me at louisewartzwalter.com, soon to be brainsoulsuccess.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, just started just started TikTok. Um, also have a brain soul assessment there. So if you're wanting to learn a little bit more about about your, you know, your brain and what you can do to to elevate your life and your business, um, let's have a conversation. Beautiful. Hey, thank you so much for the uh, uh, th- this is a conversation I definitely won't forget anytime soon. Uh, very unique. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us today. 
Hey, thank you for the good work you're doing out there. I'm listening to your podcast, Nate. I love, I love how you ask questions. You're really good at this. It's really awesome. So thank you so much for having me on.